Hey there, leader. Today, today is November 10th, and today on Leadership Lost and Found, we're going to talk about leadership in the new workplace, how to identify it, how to understand it, and how to lead through it. As is our tradition here, we will start with this day in history. This day in history, 246 years ago, the United States Marine Corps was formed by the Second Continental Congress, establishing elite fighting force that maintains an esprit de corps and a reputation to this very day. And to all of you devil dogs out there, happy birthday. And to all you Jim Henson fans, it's also the day that uh, Sesame Street uh, debuted in 1969. I find the connection very appropriate. (laughs) I think both of those organizations and man could kill you with a puppet. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) All right, so Randy, you, uh, as usual... You get to uh, frame up our conversation here. What are we doing today? Well, this conversation comes at the request of Anuj Sharma, who asked uh, uh, online, he asked if uh, we could He provide... owes me money. He, he does, yeah. <laughs> We're coming for you. <laughs> We're coming for you. When, when I find you, I will kill you. No, but... Um... I have a particular set of skills. <laughs> and it is leading... In the new workplace. And, and by new workplace, I'm assuming he means the, the transformor, transformative effect that COVID has placed on where we lead. Right. And COVID not only you know, changed things in the world, it also changed the DNA of our workplace. You look at what it did. It sped people into remote locations. We are forever, um, when, the, when the nation recovers, fully even we will forever have remote workers 20 percent of the time there will always be somebody on the phone yeah depend upon your your industry your vertical whatever it could be even more yeah um so it takes one leadership calm to lead through the uncertain times that we've found ourselves in but there's also a new appreciation for some new sets of skills maybe that weren't there before the uh the anomalies well you know let's talk a little bit about the effect that the the pandemic had on leaders in general and by that i mean i used to be very good at i will call it skimming and by that i mean walking around our offices and touching base i would just skim the surface with a couple you know a a certain percentage of key individuals per day and i would walk by and go hey randy what's going on good to see you what are you working on today and you'd be like oh you know i've i've eaten too much cheese so i'm headed back to the men's room or whatever it is you were working on yeah but i could get a sense of whatever is really nothing i thought that was funny (laughs) but you get a sense of what's going on and even that emotional touch point right that and i'm going to use this word nobody get weird that intimate touch point of hey man how are you pat on the shoulder and walk by has been removed from us by and large. Yeah. And and even in this sort of and I can't I can't bring myself to call it a post-covid world because covid still is is here and it's still impactful on mm-hmm. how we do business. I think whatever this world we are in now, I don't know that if I will ever have the reach I did from a person to person standpoint, like you said 20% remote than I had Two and a half years ago. Yeah, two years ago. It's going to take a, a particular set of skills, you know, in order to. In order we'll to, find you. Yeah, in order to to be successful, because we're going to have to adapt a bit. You know, uh, we talk a lot about consistency in leadership, and that's of course needed through uncertain 
uh, inconvenient or even collective trauma times like we've oh, been I through. Like, I like that you word, know, but, collective trauma. Yeah. I think you're hitting on something there. Um, how do I, from a consistency perspective, I've lost, I think what we're starting here with is we've lost the channels that we used to show consistency. They're unavailable. Like I was just describing the walk around, my skimming, my surfing, right. whatever you call it, it's gone. Um, but you know that, that skimming, though, that you did, that was kind of impromptu. You would just get up, you would go, yeah. right? Now we're talking about deliberate. Like in order to connect to remote people, you have to be deliberate. It's yeah. an overt act. There's no longer happenstance by the water cooler coming through and walking by people, you know, in the common break area or whatever. You know, you're just not going to hit everybody. And in fact, at any given time, you're going to be missing at least 20%, maybe more, of the folks that you normally interact with. So you have to be deliberate about the contact now. I mean, one of the things that we know from our understanding of leadership is that an emotional connection is necessary. And I don't mean, you know, gazing longingly into each other's yes. eyes. He has or, brown eyes. Or, or, he has brown eyes. Or crying know. long yeah. eyes. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> he has um, a strong jaw, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stop. <laughs> uh, but you have to create some sort of emotional connection to be more effective as a leader. And then it's much easier to do face-to-face, whether it's a joke, a laugh, or a shared hardship or whatever it is. You know, doing that through a nine-inch screen or nine-inch box on your, on, your, on your computer screen is much more difficult. It is. And there's, there's skills that you need for that. And there's also different ways of interacting where you could come up and put your hand on my shoulder and, and you know, break attention or, or make a contact. You know, now you have to be deliberate, like with your camera, you know, even your camera placement, like, come on, like, like, do you even turn on your camera? Like, there are so many people that I get online with and don't turn on their camera. And I got mine on. And I look at them like, hey, we're talking. Turn on your camera. Uh, and let's you know? talk about that for a second. I like that. First of all, establishes presence and, and whatever. Yeah. Um, second thing is, is it shows if you're that you're paying attention. Right. If I've got my camera off 99% of the time, I'm, I'm multitasking. I'm multi- <laughs> yeah. 99.99% of the time, I'm multitasking. And, and yeah. all of you know it, right? And not only that, but when you do it, you're doing it too. Right. So if you're in a leadership... Could you repeat the question, please, yeah, Jim? Right. Sorry. I, yeah, right. Sorry. Well, my favorite is, I'm sorry, I had you on mute. Can you yeah, repeat yeah, the question? Yeah, that's right. Wait, what? what? Yeah. But if you're doing that, right, and you're a leader, your presence is important and you're being watched whether you like it or not it's like being a parent your kid your team is watching everything you do yeah and if your camera is off their camera is off which means you've you've degraded denigrated to those of you who are in that conversation you've denigrated (laughs) degraded degraded that communication you've taken out a critical emotional component in a communication or a relationship that is already handicapped by COVID. Yeah. Well, and the other thing, too, just, just turning on your camera is one thing. But then looking into the camera, not doing multiple things. You know, people can tell when you're typing, right? Yes. And, and, and it's the same thing. But for those of you who think you're really good at you're not. nobody knowing you're, you're not, not as good, you're nearly not. as good as you think you are. I'm, and I, and I'm guilty of this, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, and it's the same equivalent like we're sitting talking in a booth at a restaurant, for example, and I'm on my phone texting while you're talking to me. How does that make you feel? Let me put my phone down and answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't feel... And the same is true now. So, so that's one of the other things is when you are talking to remote people, 
be engaged in the conversation, be engaged camera placement. Like you wouldn't think you had to think about that, but you do. Put the camera in a place where you can look into the camera or at least look at the face of the person, not yourself, of the person that's talking to you. Right. you know? And these are small little things, but when you have a hybrid workforce, like we're forever going to have. that you're, And I want to be specific here. That you're leading. Yeah. Right? I mean, there are times where you're on a conference call and you're, for lack of a better term, the follower, not the leader. Yeah. It's okay. Right? You can multitask, turn your camera off. But you're a leader and you're in a group that knows you're a leader. You got to act the part. Yeah. And it doesn't matter where you're at. When I first joined my current organization, you know, I wasn't at, in a senior leadership role. I was in a leadership role, but I wasn't in a senior leadership role. And the, when I first got on online and, and logged in with everybody and everybody's remote... And our CEO and everybody else is on there. I got so many items. Randy, your camera's on. Randy, your camera's on. I'm like, yeah, I know. I know. I know. You know, that's all I kept saying. I know. Well, I love right. that they, they thought that maybe you were going to do something. Like, Randy, your camera's know, on. Exactly. Don't pick your nose. <laughs> don't, don't go to the bathroom. <laughs> don't carry that in the bathroom. Ten bucks says a small picks his nose. Another ten says he eats <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> but that's, that's one is when you're engaging with remote people or a hybrid workforce, you have to be deliberate. So if you know you have remote people, you can't have the happenstance or the, the normal camaraderie that you can around the water cooler. So you have to be deliberate about including them. And that's, when we talk about inclusiveness, right, we think sometimes about race and other things like that, which we absolutely do need to do. But remote people, we have to consider yeah. that. It's got to be a consideration. You know, you mentioned something there about being deliberate about your communications. I have a, a, a mentor, and I'll put air quotes around the word mentor. Um, you know, we'll give him a pseudonym. We'll call him Tony. And I, and I asked him, because he's remote. He's a bigwig leader, and he's remote. I said, how do you manage being that far away from everybody else? Everybody, right? Could you repeat the question, please, Jim? Yeah, right. I'm sorry. Head job mute, Jim. I couldn't hear you. That would not happen. His answer is that, and this is what sparked my thought, is I am deliberate about my communication. He yeah. said, I make it a point, and he has a calendar for this, mm -hmm. which is as impressive as hell, of the people he, need, he wants to make sure he touch bases with. So he will reach out, unbidden, unprompted, to Randy. Go, Randy... You know, it's Tony. How the hell are you doing? Tell me what's going on in your life. And you're like, oh, Tony, I'm doing great, whatever. Mm -hmm. And he says, I'm deliberate, and I make sure I talk about them. And he goes, and the reason I do this is because I want to maintain that connection. So when the day comes that Randy says to me, you know, this is bad, we need to do this, I know I can trust Randy. I can maintain that trust. Yeah. If you're keeping your camera off, you're creating distance, and mm -hmm. you're, you're eroding the trust. Well, that's one of the things that is key for the new workforce, new workplace, is reliable and consistent communication, right? Deliberate. I mean, the thing that, that uh, you mentioned uh, the CEO did for you is, is I deliberate. Said, I said Tony. Yeah, I, I just said CEO. I, I wasn't using a name. Oh, okay. I was now they know Damn his it. name. Cut! And they know Can we fix this is? in post-production? Good job, Jim. OPSEC. Practice good OPSEC. Yeah, he said Tiger. He works for Kellogg's. <laughs> They're great. Um, but reliable and consistent communication. And what that means for you, leader, make your team meetings. Make your one-on-ones. 
be present. Be in those meetings. Those are your meetings. They need to see you. They need to know you're there. The other thing, too, those consistent and reliable communications lower workplace anxiety. The entire world has gone through this great corporate trauma. We have all gone through it. We all have this, and it's impacted people in different ways. Some it was just an inconvenience. Some it was a tragic loss. And regardless of where you were on the spectrum, you have, we have all collectively experienced that together. And there is still a high anxiety out there that needs to be lowered, and leaders do that through consistent and reliable communication. <laughs> okay, those who are my age, high anxiety makes oh, me think of serpentine. Run, serpentine! And he runs back out and he does serpentine again. I love that movie. And then, no, great Mel Brooks movie. That was, was a great, great Mel, Mel Brooks movie. I mean, I'm sure that's probably as politically incorrect as any movie he's ever made, and I don't remember it because I was None of his movies were politically it. correct ever. So, but, oh, go ahead. You go. No, the other one was is Candor. You know, and that's where you can say, you know, candor is not just about being trustworthy or saying honest things. It's being able to share bad news. Yeah. Right. And, and in, in a, a time period where people can't feel like they can't trust what they're being told or whatever, you build credibility when you're able to say the good with the bad. And you're just not, you know, an abominable no man and you're not a yes man. You're like, this is the situation. Yeah. Let me tell you the situation. And you provide that to your team, and they'll appreciate you for it, yeah. even if it's not good news. Wasn't the situation in Jersey Shore or MTV? That was his name, the situation. The situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I never watched that show. I, I didn't either. I just heard about it. What was the other one? Uh, Pookie? No. Pookie? Something. I'm, I'm sure, sure someone will The what girl's name? Squiggy? No, that was Laverne and Shirley. Sorry. That was really old. Sorry. I, yes. I have no idea what Squiggy? you're talking about. Oh, yes, I, okay. I, <laughs> very young. I mean, I, I'm so young, I watched Hogan's Heroes. Well, the last thing I'll say is when, when you remote, you know, and you two turn on your camera, dress like a human, dress mm. like you came to work, right? You don't have to be dressed to the nines, but did you comb your hair, right? Did you at least, sh- you know, going to work, at least feel like if you're remote, at least go through the motions like you go, like you're going to work. And that's the challenge too, is with remote teams, if you're going to be a remote worker, you got to know when to turn off and you also got to know when to show up. And when you show up, show up like you went to work. Well, and, I, and I, there's something to be said about that. You know, pre-COVID, before all this madness occurred, the people that I knew that were successful remote workers acted like on-site workers yeah. at home. They were at their desk at 8 a.m. They worked hard. They generally worked longer hours than everybody else. They were always available. If you pinged them on IM or you hit them on whatever, you got them. Mm -hmm. Working remote, and I think most of the people listening to this already know this, is not, you know, listen for the ding and I am and go running to your your computer when it happens while you play Madden or whatever it is. Your right? Xbox There's a new in. Call of Duty That's on. Right. I gotta go. Right. I gotta go to work from home. Um, actually, I think there is a new Call of Duty out. But anyways. It, there's something to it, though, it, it, to the diligence of being available. It, it, it is a handicap, and I'm going to say this. Working 100% remote has a handicap. Working 80% remote is a handicap, and, and it's not intentional. No. But, but we as humans are geared to we get much more rich communication out of face-to-face communication than we do on a screen or an IM or a phone call. Totally so agree. So you're going to be at a disadvantage. So you need to make sure you're there. And you've got to be diligent. Well, diligent and deliberate. It works yes. both ways. You have to be deliberate as a leader. But also, if you're a remote worker, 
Be deliberate about reaching out to your team members. Don't just leave it up when there's a fire. Like yeah. t- like Tony, in quotes, the tiger from, from Frosted Flakes. From another Flakes. company, yeah. yes. Uh, you know, is deliberate about reaching out. You be deliberate about reaching out to your leader, your peers, your leader's peers, you know, maybe once a month. Just reaching out, letting them know you're still there, just connecting. Even quarterly meetings mm-hmm. are advantageous. Yeah. I mean, quarters go a lot. I can tell you, and the people who work for me on my leadership team will tell you, I leaned in yesterday and said, it's February. We were already, you know, one month down out of 12. Are you mm-hmm. done with your stuff? And then the next time I said something, it's November. You yeah. got one month left. Yeah. Right. And they all sort of looked around like, oh, that went quick. Yeah. If you do something quarterly, it is a lot more frequent than you think. and has a lot, as much impact as, you know, every other month or a month. Well, at least being consistent, whether it's weekly, monthly, quarterly, yeah. be consistent yeah. and show up. It feels like somebody should have mentioned consistency. Yeah. Oh, wait, that was you. Yeah, I'll sorry. <laughs> the last couple things, I think one is being humble because you don't know all the answers, right? And and while a leader is there to provide calm, et cetera, it's okay to say, you know what, I don't know. Let me get back to you. Or, you know what, you brought up something very interesting. Yeah. I need to think about that. Can I get back to you? That's also something that builds a lot of trust. And, you know, you ask a lot of questions as a leader. And it's not asking questions like lame questions, right? You're asking questions to understand. And you're asking questions, hopefully, to get them um to understand what it is, the challenges they're going through. But also when you ask questions, it gets them involved in the decision-making. It gets them involved in the solutioning of the problem. I'll give you an example. And there was a guy, um, we'll call him, we'll use a code name for him. We'll call him Fitch. Um, Fitch and I were on a meeting together at one point in my career. And I said, hey, Fitch, is there anything you need for this to get this item done? I was of concern. I fully expected to hear, nah, I'm good. You know, thanks, Jim, but yeah. I'm good. What I got was he started churning through all the possibilities of things that he could need, trying to anticipate where I was headed with that question, right? Yeah. Like he thought maybe, and, and I'm, I'm putting words into his head because I don't know, but I think he kind of went, uh, and then he went, you know what? I, I, I might be able to use some contractors for this or something like that. Eventually we had that conversation, but I asked a question just to see, just to yeah. see if the, is this safe? Can I step on this? What happens yeah. if I poke this? Yeah. Right? Like, ow. Quit yeah, poke. Yeah, yeah. Those of you who don't know, I'm sitting here poking Randy in the arm with my finger. Okay. Poke, I'm poke, used poke. to it. And, and it, and it knocks something loose yeah. and it gets to the point, what you're saying, which is, Feel free to ask a question, even if it's a not a dumb one, but one you know the answer to. You never know what will knock loose. People yeah. are, are smart, and they're, and they're ingenious, and sometimes you just need to give an opening. Yeah, and that opening provides that dialogue where they can then step into the solution with you. Yeah. You, know, you don't have to have the answers as a leader. You don't. Nope. I had somebody tell me the other day, you know all about this topic. I laughed and I said, <laughs> no, I don't. I said, they're like, we always, and I'm like, look, I know what I know because I asked a lot of questions. Yeah. I ask a lot of questions. I, I Copy wanna, paste. It's my favorite skill set. I, I want to hit on something that I think is important. There's something sent around by uh, uh, my current COO, a guy named Barry, and it was a study done by, with Microsoft, done by Nature, nature.com. 
and it, and, and I'll if anybody wants, I'll put it in the uh, in the comments for of mm-hmm. our post. Mm-hmm. But it was a real. Was it narrated by David Attenborough? <laughs> that would be it? awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I want him or uh, James Earl Jones That's or right. Morgan, Morgan Freeman to narrate. The my tiger life. runs to the to the watering hole. And Jim made a terrible mistake yeah, stepping yeah. <laughs> into traffic. What? What? <laughs> but uh, it, it basically said that the pandemic driving us home, right, into remote work created much stronger bonds with your immediate teams. Oh, I believe that. And, and it did. Yeah. And they said, but what happened is, is that the weak bonds that you used to have became even weaker or even broken. Yeah. And what they said was, is that strong teams, and we call it groupthink and other things, tend to agree with each other. Yeah. Right? So, Randy, I think we need to blow that up. Oh, yeah. I like blowing things up. Let's do that. But the weak teams are the ones that, and I'll call it, come in at an oblique angle, and they tend to spark ideas for innovation. Mm-hmm. And we've lost that. What they, the outcome of their study was is that innovation during the pandemic and continues to this day has dropped significantly because yeah. there's nothing to create the spark, right? There's yeah. somebody coming in that doesn't necessarily agree with you to drive that innovation. Yeah, you tend to, to spend more time with the people that you like than you know. You know, it's kind of like the... The, the group think, you know, y'all get together. Hi, my name's Randy. I'm, I'm a, you know, <laughs> I'm a group thinker. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Insert, you know, anonymous thing here. But uh, I'm uh, Randy. I'm a recovering ranger. Hi, Randy. I'm not sure which How end of this you? gun works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it does, it does lead to group think. And you have to be, again, deliberate about inclusion of those other teams and having dialogue. Because if you're not, it, you know, innovation suffers. And people get, uh, they get lulled into a, 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 a sense of, uh, of false self-confidence, like, like oh, we're, we're doing okay. Yeah, but they have do. no outside, uh, you know, eyes on it to know, no, no, really you're not. You know, you're not leading the way like you think you are. If anybody's interested in, in looking it up, and it's all over the Internet, there's a case study on that called DSS Consulting. It's a case study that was done. It was basically what Randy just described, which is, a leader got in and created a, a great team. They all got along, great harmony and everything else. And they ultimately failed because they did not create the right kind of communication, both internally, but more importantly, with their partnership. Um, it's a good uh, communication. If somebody wants to talk more about it, hit me up in LinkedIn or, or email or something like that, and I'll tell you more. Well, there's several leadership traits we've talked about that make uh, for success in this new, new world that we're in. And I think one of the, the key ones, though, for you as a leader is asking those questions that can lead to conversations. Why, why are we doing this this way? Or what's the next big thing that uh, can make us provide even more value as a group to the company? You'd be surprised if you ask that not just to your own leaders in your group, but also the, the, the junior analysts and yeah. the lower level people. Absolutely. Because they'll surprise you with some of the answers that they can come back with. I agree 100%. You know, one thing I'll tell you is that if you, there is some inertia that has been created, and sorry to jump around a little bit like this, but there's been some inertia that has been created by being at home or working remote. Mm-hmm. And I find myself, even though I work literally, my work, new building had just opened up is 1.6 miles away. Oh, so far. My commute, <laughs> my commute is six minutes. Seven if I miss the light at Rosen Parks, right? <laughs> And I find myself getting up in the morning going, oh, are you serious? I have to go to work? Like, seriously? Yeah. So f- I, be deliberate. 
right? Be identify that inertia that you just want to go down to your laptop and downstairs and not deal. It might not hurt to make sure instead of one day a week, you do two. Instead of two, you do three. And whether you're in person or online, be present. Be present. And, And I say that. And I'm imperfect at it. Yeah. I you know, you know why they call it the present, Jim? Oh, God. Don't say the gift thing because it's a gift. God damn it. It's Christmas. <laughs> Christmas is right around the corner. It is. It is. It is. And we hope that you have a good holiday season. And with that, James, I think we're at the end of our time together. I think we are. So we want to thank you guys for joining in. And if you have any requests, like uh, uh, Anuj Sharma had for us, if you have anything you'd like or to Randy hear Randy Dancing YMCA. We can go video. I'd go video for that. Or O-H-I-O. The Ohio Ohio State State University. University. The the is very important. That's right. It is because how else are you going to know which one it is? But whether you're a Buckeye or a a Devil Dog, yeah, we want to say thanks for listening in. And uh, we hope that you got as much out of this as we put into it, which was only about 24 minutes. So with that, (laughs) I'm Randy Fields. I'm Jim Desmond. And you guys keep keep leading. leading.